Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the People's United Center for Women in Business podcast. Because June is Pride Month, we are so excited to announce our new series celebrating LGBTQ plus business owners. And here with us today is Leslie Burton Lopez, owner and founder of Every Page Marketing LLC. EPM is a certified women-owned and LGBT business enterprise. So just based on your website and reading a little bit about you, Leslie has a decade of experience in coordinating proposals and designing marketing materials for everything from kindergarten programs to sustainable skyscrapers. She connects with people, incorporating her language, editing, and design skills. So I'm now going to turn it over to Leslie. Leslie, tell us about yourself and what inspired you to start your business. Uh, well, thank you. And thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate uh, your interest in, in highlighting LGBT businesses. I think it's so important, especially like you mentioned during Pride Month. I think that that's just really cool. Um, so about me and my business, I started the business in 2016 and it's mostly writing-based marketing. Um, so I do, so my clients hire me to provide large, persuasive, sometimes complex documents that are convincing enough to, uh, to provide to these large organizations that are looking for contractors in the AEC industry. Um, and then hopefully my clients get hired and they get to start these big projects. So most of my clients are on the West Coast because I'm from California which uh, works out really well because of the time difference. I get to sleep in, <laughs> which is great. Um, yes, I've been doing this specifically for my business for a little over five years. I got certified as an LGBT business enterprise about two years ago. And I think right now I'm one of only 10 in the state, wow. which is really cool, but also would love to have more join that number but for now i feel pretty special and and very uh grateful that i can be part of that group yeah i mean so why kind of just going off that why do you think it's important to acknowledge being a certified lgbt business enterprise well uh, part of it's about representation i think it's great to um give a disadvantage a historically disadvantaged community a little bit of a leg up so how it applies to my business specifically is sometimes these contracts will be put out for large projects. Um, so for example, the California High Speed Rail Project in, in California, um, they have small business set-asides, disadvantaged business set-asides, uh, veteran-owned, small, woman-owned, et cetera. So what a set-aside means is that if someone bids the project and wins it and is going to go forward with constructing it or managing it, they are required to set aside contract dollars that are specifically for these smaller disadvantaged businesses. So, so part of it is representation and part of it is just making sure that our voices and our, our business is represented in these large projects. So it just, it's, it's just a little bit of a, a helpful thing in general. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Do you get any sort of like benefits with that or is there any sort of, is it just like a certification or um, what does it kind of entail being cer a certified business enterprise? 
Uh, well, the certification process itself is, is quite complicated and intense. Oh, really? I, especially as an LGBT business, it was very interesting proving to an organization that I am indeed gay. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And they had, if I remember correctly, this was two years ago, but if I remember correctly, there were like 16 different ways that I could prove that I was gay. <laughs> Oh, okay. That's, I have not heard that before. It, it was, it was quite a challenge and those involved anything from uh, providing a marriage license, which I'm not married. I'm engaged, but not married yet. Oh, congratulations. I couldn't do that. Oh, thank you. So I couldn't show that. Uh, I could show um, a domestic partnership license. I could get letters from my doctor or my therapist or uh, it, it was really quite a fascinating experience. So uh, that's a challenge. But um, in response to your question, I the benefits that you receive, I think, um, are you're just kind of you get your name out there a little bit more. So, for example, if people Google LGBT business enterprises in Connecticut, my name will pop up, or my company name will pop up. So. Uh, that's a way for, in my specific industry, for these larger contractors to find people to give these contract dollars to if they have a specific set aside. Mm -hmm. um, and then also just within the community, so like for the NGLCC, the, the National Gay and Lesbian Chamber of Commerce, I'm registered with them. You know, it, it's a way to get your name out a little bit. Uh, but other than that, not like we, we don't get to have like big parties or anything. I think we should. I think that oh, would, absolutely. You should. That would be a cool benefit, I think. Yeah, but you, there are conferences and um, yeah, just kind of get your name out there. And I get yeah. to put the, uh, the logos on my website to show that I'm certified as an LGBTB. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the first things I noticed on your website is the little like logo. And it's so cool that, you know, people are able to do something like that. Um, so I just wanted to ask, do you have any advice for non-LGBTQ plus business owners on how you can sort of advance progressive dialogue in organizations? So I don't know if your team is very small or if it's just you or how are you, do you have any just general advice for people who may be struggling to start a conversation or whatnot in the workplace? You know, I'm not sure if I'm the best person to answer that question because I'm a sole proprietorship. So I am HR, I'm IT, I'm the talent, I'm, I'm the marketing person, I'm everything. Mm -hmm. um, I do have a few contractors that I work with, like graphic design and editing and things like that. But in general, I don't have an entire team. Um, if I did, I would just make sure to keep dialogue open make sure that it's a safe space for everyone. Mm -hmm. um, I'd probably implement a, a zero tolerance discrimination policy, which I'm sure many businesses have already. Uh, I'm not sure what advice I would give other than just lead with kindness, I think, more than anything. Just be open and, and listen. But I don't, I don't have any specific policy or, uh, you know, line items to address as far yeah. as 
I mean, when you work with your clients, do you ever, you know, talk about it or do they ever ask like, oh, hey, I saw that you're like an LGBT business enterprise. Like what, what is that? What does that mean? Do people, are people ever curious about it? Um, the clients I've worked with, most of what I do is word of mouth because the AAC industry is actually quite small in California. You'd be surprised. Um, it doesn't come up much unless I bring it up and say, um, you know, my girlfriend and I, or, or my future wife and I, or, you know, it's, it really doesn't come up in conversation too much. Um, because I'm not part of these contracts, I, I lead up to the contracts. Right. I get them the contracts. Um, so, so no, it, it doesn't come up very much. <laughs> yeah, so do you ever, have you ever received, ever had that sort of feeling where there's that lack of acceptance have you ever had a client that's kind of just or have you been lucky and you know people are i know this is like the east coast and we're a little we're pretty progressive up here but have you ever you know faced any sort of discrimination or maybe even just like a comment that was sort of like backhanded or whatever just anything like that or have you been more on the lucky side I, I've been on the lucky side. I, you know, I've, I've had the great honor of working with so many fantastic people that knew me before I started the business and even when they meet me afterwards. Um, I've never had any kind of discrimination that I know of. Um, no, I've been, I've been so fortunate in that respect. And it, it's kind of funny, just as a little bit of a, a side note, because I am a sole proprietorship the business really is me. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's kind of interesting coming out personally when, when I speak to people, but it's also my business outs me too, yeah. which is, is sort of funny because we're, we're sort of one and the same. Um, but no, I've, I've, I'm so grateful and so lucky and I've received nothing but, but support from, from my community and and from allies I've, i'm very lucky I, and i hope everyone out there gets the chance to experience that too yeah i mean that's obviously the answer i want to hear i don't want to hear anything that's like oh well one time blah 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 it's like no no no. i i ask that just to kind of get that dialogue out there for people if they want to share an experience like that but obviously i don't want to hear that like i want to hear that people are accepting and open and you know going you know being progressive that's what it's all about so are you obviously you work with a lot of people you work with a lot of clients are you finding that businesses are adapting to change better than they were before um i know you've been in this you said five years mm -hmm. so is that have you seen any change over time or has it always been sort of like, do you feel that a lot of companies and this can, this cannot, it doesn't have to be related to your business. It could just be what you've noticed in general. Um, do you feel that there are companies or anything that are sort of being performative when speaking out about LGBTQ plus issues or whatnot? Like, are you, or are businesses being better at adapting to this change? I've seen, I have seen some progress, um, at least on paper. So like I mentioned before, the set-asides, those um, 
when they started, it was, it was a great idea. It's, it's not a perfect idea, but it's a good idea to try to start getting these small businesses and small contractors involved. And when I first started, there were, there were set asides that maybe, I don't know, 10% for small businesses, for example. Those numbers have gone up. I've seen them as large as 30%. And now it's not just small businesses, it's also um, micro businesses, local businesses, um, Native American businesses. And now for the first time in the last few years, I've seen LGBT businesses as a set aside. Mm -hmm. So uh, in, in that respect, I've certainly seen progress. I've also, I have to review sometimes the contracts that some of these, my clients are going after just to ensure that everybody is safe. And I've seen a lot of the kind of affirmative action and equality language start to change. So where perhaps gender or gender identity was not included before, maybe five years ago, now that language has expanded to include other groups. So in that respect, I do see progress. Um, I, I haven't seen anything like outwardly um, happen. I, I, but I, I'm kind of glad I haven't because it's, it's all in the contract language. It's all something that's not changeable. So I think they are moving forward, um, just sometimes quietly moving forward. I haven't, and yeah, I just, I haven't seen any big gay displays or rainbows or anything, but, um, but I, I do, love what I'm seeing, the direction things are going in these large industries. Of course, of course. Um, yeah, I kind of, I kind of just ask that because I feel like sometimes there's, I see conversations, whether it's on like Twitter or Reddit or whatnot about, um, organizations who will kind of just put the rainbow flag as like they're in their logo and then make it their profile picture. But then it's like, well, they're not actually doing anything to kind of, right advance that they're not like donating anywhere or nothing it's all just very like oh well see like we're I mean I it's something it's better than nothing but I mean it, I feel like it should come with something that you know you're able to see oh they really do support this right. and they and, are and I think what I'm describing is sort of the opposite you know the the AAC industry isn't at least the clients that I work with aren't big on changing their logos or anything, but the contract language and everything happening behind the scenes shows that there is progress being made. Right. And there's also, um, I'm doing a, what's called a golden pitch. There's a, there's an organization in California called Build Out California, and it's for specifically for the AEC industry. Um, and when I say AUC industry, I mean architecture, engineering, and construction, just in case. I, I sometimes just say that and don't define it, uh, thinking everyone knows. Um, but so this organization is really focused on LGBT businesses and allies. It has a lot of sponsorships and all kinds of neat things. So um, even though I live in Connecticut, I asked to be a part of it, and they were really excited. They just, they're, they're so supportive. So I, I get to... <laughs> be on camera my, my least favorite thing but uh it, it should be really deep I'm excited that's awesome yeah I'd love to hear like more about that obviously as time goes on that's definitely something you should talk about or a blog or whatever it is but um yeah I don't want to take up too much of your time but thank you so much for just taking the time to just 
talk and um, get your business out there. We obviously want our listeners to go and check you out and support you. And um, if there's anything we can do for you, obviously we want to do it. Um, You can visit her website, everypagemarketing.com for more information. And yeah, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you for listening and I will see you next time. Thank you so much. And I really appreciate you doing this and highlighting the businesses in our community is just so important. So thank you. And thank you to everyone listening.